0: Like, bro, I don't want to talk about this shit, bro. I don't want to around me right now, bro. Like, this shit hurt, bro. I've been talking shit all week, bitch, and money. Y'all, by one point, bro. Ooh, ooh, bro, I swear,
1: bro. Hey, chill, bro.
0: my jam i feel good how you feelin'? i feel good so so good uh it feels good now make sure to jam it
1: in the hood loud when you roll slow in the lane with a whip with no stains get a taste what with- what up though what up though this is the chill bravado podcast and this is your any given sunday fantasy football league and updates i'm your boy chill b once again We know that we have one more game left in this fantasy football week one, but let's not forget. It's pretty much over for a lot of you guys. It's over. So you're going to have time to um, look into your, your team and make sure you figure out what exactly did I do wrong? What did I do right? And sometimes, you know, you just have to look in the mirror and say, my draft was a bust, but it's not over. You have the waiver wire. You have trade options, which nobody's probably going to trade with anybody because nobody wants to help anybody get any better. But your waiver wire is important. Dak Prescott. We're going to talk about a lot of different things today that can help you as you move forward. The first week is very irrelevant. It's just a lot of hype. But, oh, it's so good to have fantasy football back. We have a lot more to talk about. And that brother in the beginning, he had the nerve to bet on a Falcons-Saint game week one when you have no idea what your team is really going to look like. And for three quarters, he probably had that money intact, and he probably was happy about it. But now look at him now, crying on the, on the internet, Twitter, just for everybody to see. That's real tears right there. I don't think you can play that off. That's a good actor if it is, but I felt that pain. Ooh. We'll be right back. all right all right we are back and once again fancy football league any given sunday let's get right to some general updates some info just some things we want to bring to your attention as you get ready to prepare for week two um or if you're still fighting in week one you, your lineups are set now you can do so we're just trying to get you ready for um upcoming weeks and make sure you know anything that you do can help you or hurt you so make sure you have the right kind of advice or just the right you know you go back, go with your gut so First thing I want to say is beware of injuries. Pay attention to your lineup. Just because a guy went off this week doesn't mean he didn't get nicked up at the end of this game, during this game. Um, more obvious ones like Dak Prescott, he's going to be out for a while. So if you have Dak, it's time for you to move on from that. If he's your primary quarterback, um, if you have multiple quarterbacks, you should be fine. But he's going to be out six to eight weeks. So you can utilize that IR spot. Um, then you can look at also, now you have to look at the rest of your team. If you have a Dallas Cowboy receiver or running back, the projection might change with them. So be mindful, pay attention to what they look like moving forward. Who is going to be the quarterback, veteran guy? They're going to go trade for somebody, sign somebody. Are they going to, you know, I mean, the the rush guy is probably not going to be the answer for you. So I would not go pick him up unless he shows you multiple weeks of production, which he doesn't even get, get a guarantee that he'll start week two. So pay attention that um, for that, and then look into your defensive players. I've seen a couple of guys get nicked up. Um, pay attention to the injury reports. If it has a Q by his name, go investigate just for a few minutes. You don't have to be no you know no stat nerd and no you know fantasy geek. Just go in, take a look, make your judgment by the time next week starts. I want to take you a second. Also, try to know when to take advantage of the tight end premium. If you do not have any of the elite tight ends, you need to pay attention to how these other teams use their tight ends. So be mindful. Just because there's a premium. Does not mean that if a guy's going to get one catch, it's not going to help you. If a guy's not even a part of the primary offense, he's not going to help you. So don't just think, oh, well, the tight ends get a uptick in points and the scoring an opportunity. Granted, it may hit some weeks and this guy may get two touchdowns and surprise and shock the world and give you value. But... You need to look for volume. How much did this tight end get targeted? You know, um, how much is he a part of the offense? So Travis Kelsey had a great week. Um, you know, Andrews had a decent week. You know, you had these guys who are very much um, sustainable in your lineup week to week at that tight end spot, but then you have guys who you just got to kind of start here and there and be mindful of that. So just because there's a premium, it's a reason there's a premium because these some of these tight ends will give you nothing. And the guys who gave you nothing without the premium will give you nothing with it. So be mindful of the tight ends that you're going to put in your lineups. And also i like to add, um, notice the power of the defense special team slot. Notice the power of the defensive individual player. And notice the new uptick with the HC head coach spot. So if you have a bad week with your running backs, if you have a bad week with your quarterback, if you just have a bad week with a couple guys getting nicked up, if you stack the right defensive and um, defensive player and defensive team, special teams, and your head coach does not get blown out, and and your, or your head coach doesn't lose a close game, because if you look at the scale of head coaching, I wanted it to be penalized to teams who get blew out, and then and blew off the teams who have lost close games when they just all they had to do was play situational football. So I wanted to be more realistic in that. Head coaches are going to get smashed because they get blown out. Teams will get smashed because they get blown out. If they win close games, we praise them and we move on. So right now, the head coach spot is, is, is cut and dry. Either win big or win in the clutch. That's how that head coach spot gives you the most bang for your buck. So Pay attention to all those spots, and we're about to go through some of these um, matchups, you know, because the game's not over for a lot of you guys. You still got some guys who are playing on Monday night, but for the most part, we're going to kind of point out some of the studs, and we're going to see what you did. You probably already looked some of the woes and mistakes you might have made with your lineup, but it's week one. I'll remind you, it's week one. Relax, unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Stop it. All right, all right. Let's get into some of these matchups. We're gonna start off with Team Baltimore versus um, Super Bowl bound Steelers, and both these guys, individual teams, came out had a good week. Baltimore's Giants won. Shout out to the G Man. The Steelers put out a great a great performance. Shout out to them. But as we battle in the fantasy world. Right now, it looks like um, Team Balmer's going to get the week one win. Um, they gave him a win probability of 98% now. Even though and um, still have Russell Wilson left to play, I just don't think he's going to be able to do enough because he um, does not have enough stacked up there. So we're just going to continue to, you know, make sure we pay attention to those marks. And I want to look at some of the teams. Um, I mean, some of the players here. Saquon Barkley bounced back from being hurt, injured, comes out, gets 30.5 points. Um for team Baltimore and Elijah Mitchell who gets hurt for San Francisco 2.5. It didn't come back to bite him Jamar chase, even though, um, yeah, Burrow didn't play the best, but he was able to get 26 cause he got 10 receptions, 129 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, I think went out as well. Um, this is another one of those cases where the tight end spot receiver tight end spot. He played a tight end, a Minnesota's tight end, and he got zero work. So luckily he didn't turn around to bite him this week. And he used Mills, the quarterback for the Houston Texans to get 27.5 points. So once again, the double quarterback, dual quarterback thing can help you cover a multitude of sins when your skill players don't give you the points you deserve. Michael Parsons, who had two sacks and five tackles. Um, he gave you 7.7 points at a defensive spot. Your, you know, your defense, you had the Chargers. They were just man. They had 47.5 compared to some of the others that we'll get into. Uh, the Baltimore head coach gave you a 15-point uh, margin win. and You got 13.5. So I want you guys to look at how that breaks down for you as we look at the bounce still. Is, um, Joe Mixon gave him 16. Um, Connor gave him 13.5. Um, Devontae Adams gave him 24 points. Mike Evans gave him 14.5. Um, the tight end from Pittsburgh, um, I have no idea how to say his name. Um, he got 18 points. Uh, Michael Trubisky gave you 22 and I look at it, and I'm just wondering, like, what happened? What hurt you? Well, your quarterback hasn't played, so that'll make it close and respectable if Russell Wilson puts on a good performance. But the thing that hurt you is Arizona getting beat by 23 points, and that gives your head coach negative negative point zero five. So, you know, when you get no points and then subtract points, that's kind of hurting you, uh, as well as with um, Team Walmart getting 13.5. So you see how that that coach can help push you over if you have anybody else. Cause his other, his other players, man, like he had a good, he had a good game, right? Herbert had 42 points for him, but Wilson, if Wilson can have some type of miraculous game against the Seahawks, we might concede this probability closer than we think. Cause it's only 158.1 for the Steelers up against 204.2. So let's say hmm, Wilson puts on a 50 plus point performance and we've seen it done, you know, it, 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 we've seen it done. That's all we'll say. We've seen it done, but we, we're not we're not worried about it. But if he had played a Cleveland head coach, that's twenty points. So he right now would have at least at least one hundred and seventy eight points. So that will make this a much closer matchup. So you see how that's going with Team Baltimore and Steeler and and Balance Steeler Tech Nation who got just just ran through. You hear me? Like I mean, like just kick the door in by. Dean Love, Darius Burns, who had Patrick Mahomes, who had a 62-point game. And then you look at the middle of his team, it's 7 points, 3 points, 8.5, 2.5. His receivers and running backs did nothing. Patrick did it all. But then, what else helped him? Kirk Cousins with 33.5 points. The dual quarterback thing really works. And then not to mention, when your defense has 91 freaking points, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Had a touchdown, four interceptions, a fumble recovery. Had a block kick. I mean, 91 points. And then his head coach had Kansas City, 33.5 points. Poor poor Tech Nation. Tech Nation had a a, a decent outing from Kyler Murray, but the bad thing about it is Kyler Murray went up against Patrick Mahomes. 62 points for Mahomes, 32.5 for Murray. My goodness, man. Um, And then Trevor Lawrence, oh, Sunshine had 24 points. That's a good quarterback combo, but when the middle of your team, you know, Johnny Taylor gave you um, 25 points, but then you got Ezekiel Elliott, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, C. Kimmett, the tight end who gave you nothing. Uh, you got 25 from Taylor, then you got 5.5, 3.5, 1, 0. Your, your defense had 52, and your head coach had 26, but the bad thing about it is the Pittsburgh defense and Patrick Mahomes crushed you. So, you know, it's okay, you know? it just It's just how it works sometimes. Pay attention. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm loving... I'm loving the enthusiasm and them, and, um, you know, just the look of the teams. Once you get it right, I think we're gonna have some good competition. All right, team boss versus team Naughty. They're still pretty much all in this race. So this tonight could really, really help Team Naughty if he just happened to get oh, he has Penny playing for the Seahawks. Ugh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got oh, you got oh you got a, you got a, oh you got a head coach playing too. Okay, Denver's head coach. And you have Penny, the running back from Seahawks, playing. Okay, so you still have a chance because the Dak Prescott thing killed you, even before he got hurt, it hurt you bad. So we're gonna wait before we talk about them. Jalen Hurts did well for Team Boss. He also he also played on um, Cordell Patterson, not a hit, not a um, quarterback. He got a nineteen point five. We're not gonna talk about that game. And and we look and see on the bench, yeah, Team Not gonna look at that bench and he gonna say, what was I doing? And then you got Peter who had a bye week and I think he might be a good thing he had a bye week because um, after um, um, Allen had that monster game on Thursday 50 points and we thought that a defense had 52 was going to be like amazing you know but that was about it man you got Joe Burrow who kind of made up for it but had four interceptions yeah so right now he only has 186 points so that bye week came in right in handy for you and when I come back I'm going to finish up updating on you guys who still is left and I'll be right back All right, let's continue with our recap of Week One. We're going to Team Hargrave and Team Hunter. Yeah, that game is pretty much complete now. Now that they've had all their guys played, Team Hunter, who came on late after Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas connected in that fourth quarter of that Atlanta Saints Saints game, and they they stacked up, and he got thirty one point five from Winston, nineteen point five for Michael Thomas. Um, he had a decent showing from his defense and his head coach came in and won that game by one. Once again, that 20.5 points he got because he was able to win the game. The close games matter in the head coach spot, no matter how weird the game was. His defense was solid, 51.5. Um, he's going to have to look at his running backs and say, okay, they just had, a, you know, they had that week. They didn't have a great week. But when you got Aaron Jones and um Davin Cook, you should always say, yeah, we're going to do better than that. Um, the tight end position really didn't help or hurt him. 9.5, you know, Jared Goff gave him 26.5, as well as um, Tua did for Hargrave, who had 26.5 from him. So the the two quarterbacks kind of balance each other out. But when you play pickings for Pittsburgh with that one reception and three uh, three yards, that hurts you a .5 coming from your receiver spot. Cooper Cup gave you 27.5 Thursday. Um, Singletary has to give you a little more. Chubbs, you know, that's just average. Um, Tom Brady only got you 18. That's modest. Did, the 53 from the Tampa Bay defense was okay. Green Bay probably let you down with losing by 16 points. So your head coach only got 2.5 there. So, yeah, man, you got some things to look at. Um, Dotson from the Washington um, um, Commanders, he had a good game for his first rookie debut with two touchdowns, a couple catches. So you can look and maybe seeing what he'll do. And I don't know how confident you are moving him into the lineup. But, yeah, man, um, that was a solid game. Um is 193.4. Hunter though gets to win 169.9. Bro, you could have got that one more point. You could have had 170, but you stuck on 69. All right, and team Sammy Burns here, who I thought who was gonna have a better showing in this in this particular game. But team Burns, the homie over there, he had um 27.5 from Daniel Jones. Um, uh, Najee Harris is kind of underwhelming, but we know he's been kind of dealing with some injuries. Leonard Fournette bullied on Dallas, got 15.5. Um, Devontae Smith, um, is that his name? Philadelphia, the receiver, man, what was that about? Zero goosey Wilder gave you 15, um, Swift from Detroit. The running back gave you 24.5 for you. And the former Falcon gave you 13.3 at that individual spot, 70 points from the Miami defense, your head coach. I know you went with your heart, San Francisco, and they lost by a margin of nine, which gave you four points. So you look on your bench, you you had Ryan Tannehill down here who had 31 points, so you can find a way to stick both those quarterbacks in there. I think you'll be even better moving forward, but we'll see how that goes with matchups because you never know which Ryan Tannehill you're going to get. Um, Alvin Kamara, who I just felt like was very uninterested in playing that game against the Atlanta Falcons. Luckily, it didn't matter because the Falcons is going to falc and the team figured out how to win, but he only got 4.0. He did not help your case, Sammy Burns. Lamar Jackson gave you 35 solid points, so you can't get mad at that. Gibson gave you 13 as well. DK Metcalf still is yet to play, but we kind of see where this is going. You're pretty much cooked a goose unless he goes off off. You hear me? And then Kyle Pitts. I mean, I know, I know you wanted to play the young unicorn, but my God, man, do you not know what you had? <sighs> Darren Waller. You you put Darren Waller on the bench for Kyle Pitts. When you then you play Derek Carr, who throws to Darren Waller, so you could have stacked those points, you know. But that's neither here nor there. Um, we learn from we learn we live we learn whatever, whatever whatever. All right, all right. Last game of the week, Philly Kyle went up against Team Zay Zay and Zay, who was you know after you know the big Buffalo game and the Buffalo head coach, you know he had six eight points from his defense, twenty seven from his coach, twenty three from Justin Fields. You got 17.5 um, from Dallas' tight end, who had seven catches for six two yards. So that kind of shows you um, what the premium can do for you. Um, Diggs, once again, Buffalo really just won him this week because Cam Aker, you got to pay attention, young man. Cam Aker, he he's fighting for his life to get that starting spot back in the Rams' backfield. Kareem Hunt gave you a little bit. And Rodgers, who nine points is underwhelming. But then when you look at Philly Cobb, I'm pretty sure 13.5 from Trey Lance is not exactly what you were thinking. You still have one guy left to play tonight, um, for Seattle, Denver game. But we know it's probably over for you, man. Um, it's okay. It happens. Um, just um Jefferson from Minnesota receiver, thirty five point five. Got to be promising with that. AJ Brown with twenty one. Marcus Mariota, you played, and it's funny. Marcus Mariota had twenty seven points. He gave up. You know, he gave up a couple fumbles, but it didn't matter. On fantasy, he gives you all you need. Washington's defense gave you a measly 39.5. Could have been much better. Your coach gave you, what's up with Washington, man? You got the Washington head coach. They want 15.5. Good guess, though. So you you have some things you can look at and maybe add to. So that's our recap of this week. And just know, man, it, it's hard out here. But for all your teams, your fantasy league teams, and your regular teams that got the win, I applaud you. But I'm going to play this right here for all those who lost. Your team's lost and lost bad or your fantasy team lost and you just don't understand why the stars didn't come out. We got this. I can explain. I, that damn, I can explain. I, really. I, I fade off of you. Explain.
0: I'm sick of your shit. I didn't work too hard and too long How? to let you run over me Pop. like you had out of your Pop. damn mind. I Jeez. didn't walk all across this damn city. Gotta stop Pop, out of the goddamn ah! law looking for your monkey ass. Pop. All you kids over there, just slow ah! in the grind and, and it's peeping in the no! head. But I know your ass. You was there, what? not you? Weren't you? were you? were you? Wasn't you? Wasn't you? I'm running the show around here. I'm wearing the pants and the apron, and I'm wearing your ass. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Uh. Ow! 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 Let me till I get sleepy, and I'm wide awake because I just woke up. Ow! You think you could be, you're big and yellow? I'm supposed to be like Miller Hell no! Wow. Wow. I started fighting empty room. Ah. You can call child abuse if you, if you want to, Ooh. but they better not come in here because I've kicked their ass too. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Ow! Ow. Uh. Ow. I'm gonna give you a whooping from now on. I'm gonna whoop the cowboy shit out for me. You. Yeah. Get your ass to bed and don't wake up till I tell you to. Oh, yeah! Lord, pray.
1: I pray. Oh, now do better and don't wake up till I tell you to.